You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. And basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome into the Thursday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number. A lot more calls lately. We love having the phone calls, so jump in on the show with us this morning if you would like. The Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for the show is wimpandbarry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone and you can take us with you anywhere you go it's thursday so that means aiden dollins is behind the glass with his christmas sweater on um his ugly christmas sweater on this morning uh, so he must be going to a christmas party today of all the colors yellow is the most important at least when it comes to building outdoors no matter what your project is this season, pier, deck, fence, pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. Yellowwood offers the best protection from rot, fungal decay, and termites. So it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors. If you're going to build, build it right. Head down to your local dealer. You can find that at yellowwood.com and get the best for your next door outdoor project. And remember... If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? I'm doing okay, Barry. Doing okay. Barry uh, talks about Yellowwood every day. He should because Jimmy's my nice to help sponsor our show. And if you're looking to buy something that's going to stay with you for a long, long time, then certainly Yellowwood is the thing to look at. Well, we had um, five teams last night in the SEC play. Um, and I'll go over those and talk a little bit about some other things. South Carolina played at UAB. UAB cracked them 84 70. South Carolina's not very good. Not, I'm not taking anything away from UAB. UAB's done a good job. Andy and Philip and them done a good job. Um, South Carolina wants to, wants to rely on Jackson. Kid, and he, you know, he does it all. He won't be there but one year if he's good enough. And, uh, he's not good enough to carry him anywhere. So it's going to be a, kind of a tough year. I think they were. UAB, I think it was 8 for 20. I forget exactly. But anyway, it's 84 to 70 in that particular game. Florida beat Ohio 82 48. Mississippi State stayed behind Jackson State for a long time and came back and, and won that game 72 61. Uh, Ole Miss, get this, folks. Ole Miss scored to start the game with 21 to nothing in favor of Central Florida. 21 to nothing. And they came back and, and made a game out of it. Old Miss did, but Central Florida beat them seventy-two sixty-one. Auburn. Um, I watched the last half of that game. Oh, oh just okay. Seventy-two uh, sixty-four against Georgia State. KD Johnson did not play. The rumor is they would he would they would not tell. The rumor is that I get from down there is that he hit a teammate. Now that's just, that's media talk back there. That's the one time it's media. The rest of it's right. 
But that's media talk. That whether he hit a teammate, I have no idea. So that's the poop I get. Guess what? what? Louisville won a game. No. Dipping nine. The worst. The worst record in the history of that league to start off the season. Louisville wins a game and they beat Western Kentucky. And I'm glad for Louisville. Glad they glad they were able to to beat somebody that uh, you know. It's, that's, that's Rick Stansberry. Rick Stansberry took yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations to him. Um, outside of that, games are not that important. Uh, UCLA went ahead as we thought. I wasn't sure. I didn't really know that that to uh, approve uh, UCLA going. The Regents did to approve uh, the team going to uh, Big Ten. Um, uh, Zach Arnett is going to sign a four-year contract uh, to replace uh, the deceased uh, Mike Leach. Uh, he's a defensive guy. He'll have to get some offensive people in there, which, which I'm sure he'll do. Uh, so he's going, he's going. they have not signed the contract yet, but he was there. And actually, he was one of the kids, I thought, well, kids, but one of the coaches, I think, at Clemson looked at, at Auburn, Auburn looked at before they selected who they did. But anyway, he's going to be the new coach at Mississippi State. Uh, a lot of praise on the new coach at uh, at Purdue that came from uh, Illinois. He comes in and says he's going to get some offensive geniuses to run run the offense. And um, you know, sometimes when you hire a defensive guy, you, you worry about the offensive end of it. So maybe they won't have to worry about it there. Um, Clemson. Uh, uh, Simpson kid at Clemson is going to the pro, not playing the game against Tennessee. And the Tennessee wide receiver, um, uh, Hyatt, is going to to uh, NFL and not going to play against Clemson. So each one of them lost a player in that, in that particular case. Uh, we have J.C. on today. We can ask J.C. just about anything. He'll know some of it, some of it he won't. Uh, remember now, Miami and Ohio and UAB played the first bowl games that are kind of looked at uh, on Friday the 16th. Troy and, and, and uh, University of Texas, San Antonio play each other that day. Cincinnati and Louisville, who are switching coaches, I don't know how they're doing that, will be playing uh, each other. And um, one coach going one place to Cincinnati, another coach going to Louisville. Florida will play Oregon State, and I think I think uh, Oregon State's a ten point favorite in that game. So we'll see what happens. That's all I got this morning. I hope you'll call in and ask questions or make comments or whatever you want to say. All right, yeah. Going back to that UCLA deal, uh, the vote was ten. I'm sorry, eleven to five, um, and they made them. UCLA is going to have to pay Cal Berkeley. Between two and ten million, and they're not sure how for how long. Uh, and the reason there's a range there between ten, two and ten million is they want to wait to see what the Pac-12 deal brings, and then they will let them know how much they have to pay them because they said this move hurts Cal. Um, they have to put money towards nutrition, uh, take nutritionists with them, make sure they all which I don't know why they wouldn't have this anyway already, uh, breakfast and lunch, the UCLA athletes, uh, they're going to have to take 
put money in for academic people to go on the road and also for mental health. So making them pour some money into some other areas for these kids. Uh, you surprised they're making them pay Cal Berkeley for, for UCLA moving on and leaving conferences? Well, I don't know. Not really. I think the regents, I think, you know, when it's 11 to 5, there's five of them that just disgusted that they're leaving the, uh, the Pac-12. So I don't really know why, they, why they're having to do that. But I guess that's, that hurts the other school that's trying to survive. You got, you know, you got, you got so many schools that are trying to survive now. We're bragging about all the rule changes some of the media people are. <laughs> you know, I think it's just great because it gives them so much to write about, read it, talk about. But you know, people are, people are suffering money-wise. Some of them are, and they're suffering transfer-wise. So, I don't know. Yeah, so anyway, that, uh, they said USC was the first to go. So, evidently, UCLA is in a lot of debt yeah. There, so I, guess I think they are. This uh, Big Ten contract will maybe help pull them out of debt. Speaking of debt, when UAB and Miami of Ohio play tomorrow, in the hometown lenders Bahama Bowl, how in the world do they make the finances work for this? First of all, how does the hometown lender bowl make any money? And how does Miami of Ohio and UAB afford to take all those kids over to the Bahamas well, and, and pay for it? Where, where is the I, money yeah, coming I, from? I said that halfway trying not to say too much. Uh, they're going to eat good because they got a coaching change. you got a guy that wins enough games to go to a bowl, yet they got some guy who's a high school coach, and high school coaches are fine, uh, that, that talks all the time. Is coming in, and uh, he—I assume that he's coming in, Barry, to raise money because he has a big name. Uh, I don't know how many alums are there to raise a lot of money at UAB, but you've got to raise—you know—you've got to raise some in order to buy these players. Um, so I, I agree with you that they get so much from the bowl, and they get—I uh, think they went down there one time when when Bill was coaching them. So, I mean, when did got, when did UAB leave to go to Nassau? I wonder. Maybe in there a week. I don't know. I mean, you, you got to feed all those. They all going to eat three meals, aren't they? Yeah, four probably. Four. I four mean, meals. Okay, fo- four football meals, players. <laughs> They're eating there all day. Yeah. I just don't know how the how the what is hometown lenders getting out of sponsoring the Bahama Bowl. What do you think the cost is of a, of a room at night? In Nassau, Bahamas? Like, when I saw yeah. uh, <laughs> Notre Dame, I, you don't do TikTok, but I, I'll look at TikTok, and they'll have, like, sometimes a player will say, this is what it's like to go on the road with Notre Dame, and they'll chronicle everything. For, it's pretty neat to what they feed them uh, before they go to the bus, the bus, the bus ride to the plane, what they get on the plane. Yeah. Uh you know where Notre Dame stays when they go on the road, If it, like in a big city? No. The Ritz-Carlton. That's what I'm talking about. No the head coach left. He didn't make, make any money. We're checking in the Ritz-Carlton. Uh, nice. Uh, so, 
you know, and when Alabama goes, they they stay at the I don't know if they're at the Rich Carlton, but they're staying at Chris ain't got many Rich Carltons in the SEC, but or probably none. But um you know, they take but but UAB and Miami of Ohio, they ain't got two nickels. How did they afford that? Somebody call me up and tell me. How do you afford it? Yeah? I don't know. You, don't UTSA think they had, I think and Troy? Yeah. Troy? Yeah. Which, where's Troy? They're down in Orlando. Yeah. Like, I priced plane uh, tickets last night to fly to Vegas with a little group that we go. The cheapest ticket right now in March out of Atlanta is a thousand dollars if you right now now you can get one out of Birmingham and, and have like nine different legs and spend seven the prices of stuff right now is ridiculous like Alabama power just said they're gonna have an increase my power bill at my house they told Jenny on levelized billing it's gonna be like five hundred dollars five hundred dollars turn the lights out Barry. <laughs> It's a dead car payment. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I, turn, I go through the house turning my lights out because I got uh, I live with somebody that don't that leaves them on all the time. I turn them off. Oh, Jack and Gomer, they ain't turned their bathroom light out yet. I'm about to take all the bulbs out of there. They're gonna be showering in the dark. Five hundred dollars. There'd be a couple people come to my house, spend the night, go upstairs and spend the night. They'll turn the fan on in, in the ceiling. And they'll be they'll be gone. I'll go up there to check it, and that fan's going ninety miles an hour. I'll tell you one thing: you're not going to have to pay for is air conditioning. Your house is the hottest house in the country. Aiden, he's got his thing on like seventy eight. There, my mother's the same way. She I spent mean, too much time go, growing up in Florida. You got to go hey, outside and get your hey. get your breath. It's so hot. I can't now. sleep in my mother's house. You don't ever. You don't ever. There. You don't ever come to the house, so you don't know. I was just there last Saturday. Yeah, yeah, but for the first time in six months. When was the last time you came to my house? Uh, I can't come to your house. I was coming the other night. You said Mac was out playing somewhere. I else said, come, I'll get him. Yeah, I said, come on. All right, well, well, take I don't want to take, him, I don't take the kid away from his playmates. Dude, he sees them playmates every single day. They, he ain't gonna miss no. He ain't miss no time with the playmates. Well, yeah, I tell you one thing, that boy's grown. Yeah. Two men in a truck at thirteen thirty Martin Road East. Now that we've talked about power bills and yeah. heat in the house, we we'll have no callers. Nobody all called. Talk. Tom's asleep. Tom's mad about something. Tom was mad. Uh, at the call yesterday, and I don't even know what was wrong with the call. I don't even remember. Somebody said something. Tom right, he, call about something. He was so mad about the call that he couldn't even do his call. Wow. Well, movers who JC, ca- on, they don't want to call. We we'll just talk JC. There we go. Movers who care whether it's out of town, out of state, local. You need stuff moved from the attic to the basement. Whatever you need. These guys will take care of it. Give them a call today for the free estimate for whatever you need. 205-247-5050. Men in a truck, movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we still have the wreck on US 82 at Round Oak Drive in Duncanville. Now another one on Rice Mine Road near Alabama 297 Bridge. Significant delays. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Grab a Christmas special from Towns and Nissan, $2,000 off any in-stock Armada, Murano, or Titan. Time to go to Towns and Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. 
Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. That strong weather that moved through Alabama yesterday is leaving behind more normal temperatures, but also some minor flooding along portions of the Tom Bigby, Sukanoochee, and lower Black Warrior River basins. That will continue through the weekend. Then next week, an Arctic blast expected to bring record low temperatures in the teens. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's absolutely free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hear ye, hear ye. Thanks for coming to the Town Square. First, I'd like to tell you about Steve. He's a plumber. I hear he does good work. Also, Tim. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky becoming mostly sunny today. Tuscaloosa high 57. Clear tonight, the low at 34. Tomorrow, another sunny day, the high 55. Colder Saturday with a mixture of clouds and sunshine. The high in the upper 40s at 49. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 44 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow the Crimson Tide on their journey to another national championship. Touchdown, Alabama! On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. It's a hell of a time to be thinking about heaven. Didn't you forget Welcome back to Inside Locker Room. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com. When you build something, you want to build it to last and you want to use yellowwood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Nelson, uh, one of our listeners, emailed me and said they used to have a direct flight to Vegas out of uh, Birmingham on Southwest. It's not there anymore. He said, check out Breeze Airlines from Huntsville. They have a direct flight from Huntsville to Las Vegas. You guys ever heard of Breeze Airlines? Dad, you ever heard of Breeze Airlines? <laughs> no. I wonder no. if you have to be your own stewardess on that plane. Uh, I wonder if that's a jet. All right, uh, get to the – I'll check it out, though. Thanks, Nelson. I'll get to the Yellowwood Hotline and bring Tom into the show. Good morning, Tom. Morning, morning. morning. How y'all? We're good. No, I was not mad. Uh, I heard you say yesterday the call board was full. I thought J.C. was coming on, and uh, Bryce's story ran a little bit long. And I said, I'd just hang up and listen. And uh, my intention was to call back later, and I never got around oh, Okay, to it. yeah, J.C.'s on today. So we oh, have, well, good. We have plenty of time there to, to take you. But, uh, well, I mean, you said he, uh, that he was coming on, and when I called in, you said the call board was full, and I thought, well, hell, I call every day, so I'm going to let somebody else call for a change. <laughs> what you got this morning, Tom? Well, I was calling about the game the other night. Is it too late to talk about it? No, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, I thought Memphis was a lot better than I thought they were. 
Dad, Dad, how, how did you think Memphis looked? Better. Than yeah. I thought they today. Yeah, I thought they were. I thought they were sounder. They, they looked. They didn't got the guard. They're so good. They didn't look to shoot the three. I thought the big guy getting hurt and not taking anything from, away from Alabama at all. I thought the big guy getting hurt uh, right towards with about ten and twelve minutes left in the game was a real killer for him. I did too. And that thought that was a big a, a big minus for him. But uh, Alabama's got a good team, got good depth, and play a lot of people and. And even with one one kid out for a while, they, they're they're very good. Coach, I I, I saw uh, Betty Arco. Uh, he he's improved a lot compared to last year. He they're getting some uh, they're getting pretty decent play out of him and and uh, post. Yeah, I think I think he, he's not talked about a lot, but he he's, he's uh he does his job and does a good job, and he's he's he has improved. He's they throw the lot past to him a lot. He scores, yeah. He gives you six or seven points tonight. He gives uh, seven or eight rebounds, and uh, and he's, he's guarding the rim pretty decent. Yeah, Alabama's got got a very good team. You know, Gonzaga comes in. In the first two conference games, uh, Mississippi State over there, Mississippi State's okay. Then Ole Miss at home, they have a chance to – and they'll play Kentucky on the seventh, I believe it is. So, they're – they, Alabama's got uh, a chance to really. They got a great chance to win the league without me trying to tell say everybody that he's going to. They've got they they're very good. Uh, as of right now, Tom, they are much better than it may, maybe different. But when they play Kentucky, they're, they're you know Alabama's playing better right now. We'll see what happens. I, mean, I got a chance to watch Auburn last night, and Alabama's much better than Auburn. Auburn yeah. offensively is a disaster. I to say that, but I was careful. Well, I mean, I'm not saying Auburn couldn't beat them, but Auburn is a disaster offensively right now. Uh, well, don't... I wanted to bring this up and see what y'all thought. You know, uh, Henny, uh, the coach at Memphis, uh, Coach Hardaway, you know, I, to me, this year when uh, I watched him play Auburn, and then, of course, I watched him play Alabama, I think what I think he's improved as a coach, a bench coach, uh, or sideline coach, however you put it. I think he's improved a lot since uh, a couple of years ago. Did you did you uh, think the same thing, coach, when you were watching? Yeah, I thought he did. Yeah, I think he did. He, he's a little bit. He's kind of a laid back kind of guy. Uh, he's got a big bottle of water in him on him before he, while he's, you know. I, yeah, I think he's. I think he does a good job. They don't. I had thought maybe they were going to be a little bit too fancy for me, you know, trying to dunk everything. People, the, the problem that you have with basketball, Tom, for everybody is the glass, the glass and the backboard is the highest percentage shot around the goal you can have. And all of them want to dunk it. And 75% of them miss it. And my biggest, exactly. t- my big, my biggest problem is when I coached it, if they, t- it's fine for them to dunk it for me. But if they fancy it up and try to dunk it when they got the glass right there to score, they come out for me if they miss it. They're out of there. And uh, that's well, just Well, I think I play. that's why we're so bad around at the goal. You know, they talk yeah. about, oh, uh, they missed one at the goal. They missed this at yeah. the goal. They missed that at the goal. The glass is your partner. It's the best partner exactly. you have in basketball. The angle, the angle, if you – if you if you look at the angle of trying to shoot the ball against the glass, it just doubles the the, the amount of time that you 
over the long haul. You know, I know I like dunking. Everybody loves dunking, and they may, they'll say I'm negative, but I just I just feel like I got when I get to the goal with the ball, I want to score, and I want to be darn sure I don't fancy it up and miss it. I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> Thank you. all Thank you, Tom. All right, back up to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, Barry. I just want to ask you and Coach a question. Okay. Uh, let's say, like Mike Leach's contract, what happens? It is it null and void? I have no idea about that, Bryce. Uh, about his contract, Leach's contract. I yeah. don't know. Certainly, there'll, there'll be some stipulations in there for for death. I'm sure. Uh, you know, you don't know if he had some kind of life insurance there. Curious. Yeah, I was just curious for his uh, because. Me, me and uh, one of my uh, Texas associates was talking about that. We thought that was a, he said that was a good question. I was just curious about that. Yeah. They had Hal Mummy. They had Hal Mummy on last night, who who he worked for, and who they hired yeah. uh, at Kentucky. He was interesting about talking about a fifteen-hour conversation they had trying to get ready for Alabama, and they beat Alabama. Well, yeah. Well, one one of my Texas associates said he went to it. A Texas A&M Commerce game, and he's set by Hal Mummy. He was talking about, you know, Hal Mummy. He's quite a guy, you know. Uh, you know, uh, you know Mike Leach was, and I don't know if it was still going on, in litigation with Texas Tech. They owed him a pile of money. Yeah. They refused to pay him. And uh, people are saying yeah, Texas Tech was should stand up now. People are saying Texas Tech now should just stand up and give the family the money. I'm not even sure how much money it was. but uh, Well, Tough deal. Uh, he wanted to clear his name or something that they said he did. Yeah. You, know, you remember the story, don't you, Barry? Well, I think somebody said he locked Craig James' son in a closet or something. Yeah, right. uh, Craig, exactly. Craig James at that time was on television, on ESPN, and also ran for office. I got beat. but uh, Yeah, he ran for office and got the bejeebers beat off of him, Coach, and I was glad, too. Yeah. You know, the way he, he did that. And I, 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 I find it hard to believe that. That uh, Coach Leach did that. But however, uh, I was glad for you, Coach. You got to meet uh, Miss Sears, uh, a good friend of mine. Like I told you, they worked together and helped deliver it, Mark. And uh, they worked at Coffee Hospital. Yeah, I know you know Coffee Hospital. Yeah, they've got a new hospital now. But yeah, but they. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, my dad was uh, over at Coffee right before they they changed over to the hospital. Yeah, but uh, I uh, I was just curious about that, but. Uh, Where's the Alabama and Gonzaga game? Is that in Jefferson yeah, in Civic Bur- Center or is another arena? No, it's Birmingham right there, Legacy, downtown Birmingham. What does it hold? I bet you can't get a ticket for that. Uh, I think it's a little over 17000 in there. Uh, that's what uh, it holds. There's probably standing room only. Yeah. So, uh, I, I heard right. it was well, a sellout. But I'm sorry. Thank you, Bryce. Uh, Thank you. All right. The first in Maine condos, they got the three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath, washer and dryers included in each condo, stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops, all energy electric appliances. Internet and direct TV will be provided with each condo for free. Ten-foot ceilings, large patio with upper-level river views, easy access to the river walk, gated property with security cameras, so very safe down there in the Historic District of Northport, right down from Billy's and City Cafe. Call and tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. You get one month free right over the bridge to downtown.
Tuscaloosa, five minutes to campus, location, 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 205-657-7465, or go to the website, firstinmaincondos.com. This is Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama men's basketball team beat the Memphis Tigers 91-88 to on Tuesday night. Alabama guard Namari Burnett is out six to eight weeks with a wrist injury. Former Alabama kicker and punter Jack Martin is transferring to Houston. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we still have a wreck on US 82 at Round Oak Drive in Duncanville. Now another one on Rice Mine Road near Alabama 297 Bridge. Significant delays. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Grab a Christmas special from Townsend Nissan, $2,000 off any in-stock Armada, Murano, or Titan. Time to go to Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The employee retention credit is a tax credit. Another sunny day, the high 55. Colder Saturday with a mixture of clouds and sunshine. The high in the upper 40s at 49. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 44 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome all the way back to Inside the Locker. Pressure Treated Pines from Great Southern. You get that little tune. What is the name of that tune, uh, Aiden? Sandstorm by Daru. I I knew that. Uh, You get that going in Williams-Brice Stadium, and that place rocks. And I know JC's heard that a lot. The owner of TheBigSpur.com. Got several podcasts he'll talk about at the end of the segment. Good morning, JC. that make you feel like you were back home? That little sandstorm Ah. there? That's yeah, terrible. That's a, that was terrible. Very popular, popular. Terrible. All right, that, 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 I, I, I got something. You got different. I didn't hear, hear it. Huh? You just, I got something different. You just didn't hear that lead into JC that sandstorm. No. No. All right, go ahead. Uh. JC, uh, two things. Uh, where where does uh, South Carolina stand in in losing kids or getting kids or vice versa, whatever they do with their football? Their basketball team is not very good, and it centers around the one player who won't be there after this year, and he does all the doings. They're, they're terrible. 
Okay. Coach, you said, they're terrible. You're right. They uh, but they start, hey, look. They beat Clemson, so that 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 buys time, right? But Ooh. they, uh, I don't know what. I mean, you know, these guys just aren't very good. I mean, and they've got some guys that are, are not only not good, but they're. I mean, they. they I'm, I don't want to call anybody out by name, but yeah, I understand. You know, they got certain guys they got from the portal that didn't Ooh. play at their previous school, and you see why. Um, yeah. yeah, you know they uh, they're really going to struggle this year. I mean, I, it was kind of a moral victory that they didn't get blown out by more by Andy Kennedy's team last night. Um, they've struggled with people like Presbyterian. Um, I don't know how they beat Clemson. I mean, to be honest, I think that was just kind yeah, of a, Andy Kennedy and Frank Martin are best friends. So I'm sure uh, that probably tasted Frank, a little. Frank sweet. Martin's really, Frank Martin's really a good coach. Yeah, I'm sure that tasted pretty good to. Uh, yeah, I mean, Frank, but, looking yeah. back on it, you know, this, I mean, I, look, Lamont La- La- Paris, I mean, it, it, South Carolina, it, it's going to be hard because, you know, right now with, with football, there's some NIL, you know, shortages, right? <laughs> uh, and so in basketball, you you know, Barry, basketball doesn't get to the trough before football does in no, Carolina. No. <laughs> uh, you know, and you know that better than I do. Um, and and basketball is all NIL with the transfer portal. So you, you, it's really going to be interesting to see sort of how Lamont Paris approaches it. I mean, they're, they're looking at probably eight wins at most, nine, maybe. I mean, you'd hope they wouldn't be like the Clapper at Vanderbilt, go 0-19 in the SEC. Uh, of course, he had four- and five-star starters. You know, and went over nineteen, so that that may be a little different. I mean, but uh, it's a uh, it's going to be a struggle this year. I mean, they uh, they're just not very good, just like Coach said. They're just not a good, not a not a very talented team. They're not a lot of players. Uh, as far as the portal goes, you know, numbers wise, South Carolina, I think, is just a if you rank, you know, who's lost the most versus the least. They're second least in the league ahead of Georgia. And you have to think, you know, Georgia's probably going to lose some, but those good kids are all waiting because they're going to the playoffs. Um, you know, uh, most of the guys that Carolina's lost are not starters or in the 2D, but they did lose Marshawn Lloyd, their starting running back, who was often injured. And then Jaheim Bell, their kind of do-it-all tight end guy, he wasn't really happy with how he was used in the offense this year, and I don't blame him. And, I think just it was too much water under the bridge for him to stay around. Um, probably same with Marshawn a little bit because he he was one that complained about his playing time and, and some stuff like that, even though he was injured all the time. So, you know, it's probably best for those guys to move on. Um, but I think, you know, as far as outgoing goes, the Gamecocks have, you know, avoided a, a lot of uh, serious damage. Uh, I think that after the bowl, maybe, you know, Everybody's always worried about that, um, you know, with, with every school. But uh, I think they're doing all right, you know, as far as attracting guys from the portal. You know, they're very good guys. Uh, you know, I started thinking about the Clemson game the other day. You, you, did you know that, you know, I, I know Rattler was a five-star, came from Oklahoma and all that, but, you know, the guys that made the plays in that game other than him were, was like, uh, you know, a transfer from Wingate, a transfer from James Madison, and a transfer from East Tennessee State. So they're pretty good at identifying guys at the lower level, uh, and that kind of insulates you a little bit if you're not as, 
you know, uh, rich in NIL funds and some other schools. Uh, and it's getting there. Carolina's getting there with that. But it's, uh, you know, so I, I, I look for them to maybe, with additions in the portal, uh, maybe sign half their guys from Group of Five or FCS uh, and then, you know, go with the other half, uh, whoever they can get. But I, uh, they got a good high school recruiting class coming in, though. It's just top 15 in the country, top 18 right now. Um, they, uh, they're going to sign a pretty good class uh, traditionally, uh, this year too. And so, uh, the recruiting part of it's a, always a battle, but, uh, it's going pretty well for them, uh, all things considered right now. Uh, JC, next week is the signing date. And I keep telling dad, I think we're going to have a lot of flips at the last, uh, second. Now, some of these numbers, maybe these kids say that they're going to be offered at, at certain schools is, inflated uh that is up to the coaches to kind of figure out what's what but how do these coaches do this uh if they're going to go in and they're trying to flip a guy or they're even trying to get a commitment and tell the kid what they're going to get in nil and then be honest how how are they using the nil in recruiting when it's not supposed to be used in recruiting how are they doing? How are they doing it? Like if somebody want to go in and try to flip Peter Woods, and they find out he's getting X number of dollars from Clemson, and they want they're going to give him a little bit more, who goes in there and offers that? The coaches aren't supposed to. How, how do they handle that? Plausible deniability. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't have the uh, conversation. You don't have a straightforward conversation. See that's. That's, I think, what a lot of schools are doing, and I, you know, I'm going to be curious to see since all this is so new if if the money actually comes or not. Because I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things where some of these numbers that have been tossed around with certain players. I'm astonished. I'm like, that guy's not worth that. He's worth maybe a pack of bubble gum and a bucket of Hardee's coupons for lunch only, yeah. not even the breakfast. And so I, I, uh, I. You know, I, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be very curious to see what works out. It also can ruin your roster, man. If you've promised a kid a bunch of money and then he doesn't get it because he's just not that good, he's going to become a cancer in your locker room. I think A and M found that out this, this past year. Uh, so I think you need a blend. But what what they do is, you get, to answer your question, it's more like, hey, hypothetically, a player of your caliber, our school, with our collective or our NIL program or whatever. Uh, gets X when they enroll and then X per month in NIL money. Uh, and, and it's just wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, hypothetically, this is what happens. <laughs> so, uh, that's why, that's how they do it. And that's, uh, that's sort of what, uh, you know, it's kind of like they'll work around in recruiting where you couldn't call the kids, yeah. have them call, have that kid call me or have this, you know, all that kind of so stuff. So when are we going to have a kid come out and say, Man, the reason I signed with so and so, they told me I was going to make this, and I didn't get anything, or I got a ten percent oh. of that. Where they're going to call the school out and say they made this promise and it didn't. When is that going to happen, JC? Oh, that's going to happen. I mean, that, that'll happen <laughs> soon. It may happen sooner rather than later. Um, and see, the schools, the school with the way it's set up. The school just goes, well, that's a collective. That's that's an independent company. That's not us. We didn't promise it that. Yeah. 
<laughs> and so that's uh, that, that's kind of how the work around. There's a big there's a lot of work around college football, right? So I think uh, that's the work around for them uh, with that. And uh, I do I do think that's coming when uh, you know just because of the outrageous amount some of these collectors are throwing around. You know you don't know in this game. You just don't know. I mean, there are very few no-brainers in football, very few. And, uh, you know, I, I think some of these folks that are hyping it up, and you know, just, just all they care about is really signing a good class and, you know, winning on signing day, you know, that doesn't always translate to winning on Saturday. And uh, I think that people are going to learn hard lessons. And, you know, my hope is, guys, that then that's how the market you know, uh, adjust itself. I mean, and then, but then you got agents and people like that out there that are, you know, media members that are trying to set the market value. Oh, five-star quarterbacks, a million dollars. Well, who says he's a five-star? I mean, who, who says he's one of the best? Look at the draft. I mean, you know, you, you, you the, what is true now is not always true in three years, right? Yeah. And so that's going to be, that's a problem too, is I think the, these people that, or the agents or whatever, they're just sniffing money and they, 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 they have assigned false value to a lot of these players. Now there's some like Arch Manning, right? Legitimately straight up what NIL is all about. Arch Manning has probably got a lot of value because he's simply because he's a Manning. It doesn't matter if he plays it down, right? Um, some of your high profile basketball players who are going to the NBA in a year, no matter what, they're worth it. You know, those guys are going to do it. You know, a guy like there's a player, Nick Harbor, that uh, Maryland and South Carolina and Michigan are all after a uh, five-star guy out of D.C. He, he's like a Hussein Bolt-level track athlete. So he's, he's probably going to have a good shot to go to the Olympics and get all kinds of endorsements anyway. So that there's value there. Um, you know, your four-star D tackle from, you know, wherever, I mean, he, he's got to work. You know, he's got to get better and develop to be to be worth that money, uh, and, and his brand and all that. So, it's a it's a tricky situation these days. Uh, I think that you know m- most of the time uh, when I've gone out and uh, researched some of these big numbers people are throwing around, uh, it ends up being sort of fake news. You know, either a kid is trying to get, see if another school's a sucker and will give it to him, uh, or some agent somewhere is set an artificial market value for a player uh, or it's just a you know it's just straight up falsehood you know because um, I, I what i found is most of the time it's not nearly the amount of money that uh, people are throwing around yeah that um what is the value of the alabama kansas state game to alabama alabama's gonna play a team that's really really good name is not what everybody thinks, but they're really, really good and all excited about playing Alabama. So for the mental part, you know, I'm big on that. They're going to be ready to play. They're going to work hard, and their parents and all they're carrying on about it. Alabama probably will have a new new quarterbacks, um, be different some, you know, not not as good. It, is it? Is it? Is it? And I know every, every game is valuable, but is it? Bad for Alabama to not if they don't play well or were to get beaten a squeaker. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's gonna it's gonna reinforce some narratives about Bama, but you know, oh, they're slipping, they're this, they're that. Mm-hmm. And, and frankly, this year's team was not as good as some past teams. Uh, still, though, they lost by three points 
uh, in front of 110,000 people on the last second field yeah, goal. That's what I said. And then they yeah. lost by a point in overtime. I mean, you know, went undefeated. I mean, I actually think the close wins over A&M and Texas hurt Bama worse than the losses. But because uh, everybody expects them to blow everybody out all the time. Uh, as far as Kansas State goes, you're absolutely right. You know, and, and those, those are a bunch of kids that didn't have five stars by their name or a bunch of scholarship offers or opportunity. They just, you know, play kids into their system and go. They're very well coached. It's a big opportunity for K-State. Uh, you know, unfortunately for Alabama, I think it kind of feels like uh, two Sugar Bowls in the past, which uh, would be uh, the Utah game uh, in yep. Saban's second year, uh, I think, and then the uh, Oklahoma game. And both of them were losses by double digits to teams that just – wanted to be there. I'll say this, though, look, man. You know, if you're still on the Alabama roster and you're playing, there's a reason you're hitting the field. Uh, you don't get but so many opportunities to play a football game in your life. Uh, you know, we, I can go still play basketball. I can go play a pickup basketball game tomorrow. I can play church softball. I can play tennis. I can play golf. You know, those, those sports carry with you through life, but not football. You're limited. It ends. It always comes to an end. Uh, and so for those reasons, you know, whenever you hit the field, have some pride, go, go play, just enjoy playing the game. Uh, but as far as, you know, being locked in and all that, you know, you, you do have a concern also with opt outs and things, uh, against a team that isn't going to have very many opt outs. It's, it's just a football team that's there to win the game. Uh, you're always concerned about that. So that's something Coach Saban and his staff are going to guard against, uh, when they do go to New Orleans. Uh, what does it say, JC, when you have, I don't know exactly, Aiden, maybe you can help me, four or five receivers go to the portal from Alabama. You got a lot of offensive linemen, even a starter going to the portal. It seems like a lot of guys on the offensive side are going to the portal. Is there a reason these receivers feel like, hey, we're going to have nobody throw me the ball uh, next year? It can't be because there's too much talent in here and they're scared of playing time. I mean, uh, what is the answer? Why are these guys leaving? I think with the receivers, some of them just aren't very good. Okay. And, and I think some, Nick Saban alluded to it after the championship game about you know some of the guys that had to play because of the injury. And he's like, they didn't do what it took to, to get out there and, and play their best. And I think that that's a deal. I mean, you know, like I said, not all four and five stars are created equal. Um, you know, there's guys that aren't just aren't just end up not being good at the college level. Uh, you know, I, I think in so, some ways, you know, maybe maybe they realize that hey, you know, I'm only a year removed from high school. I still have a good rep. I can go get nil money or get a scholarship someplace else, cash in while the cash is good before I get exposed. Uh, the offensive linemen are interesting to me because that's a big number uh, that's getting out now. Javion Cohen loves recruiting. Uh, we found that out during his first recruitment. He was actually South Carolina commit at one point. I think he committed to Miami at one point, committed to Auburn at one point, and then finally flipped to Bama at the end. Uh, really good player, but loves recruiting. And uh, that's what I was going to say about that. Uh, can, can you make any comments at all uh, about the Mississippi State situation? Of course, it's not, not, I mean, as far as the new coach is concerned, a defensive minded guy that sad deal there for coach to lose his life at age 61 uh, i think yeah. about it every day i think about it every day with four kids um 
uh, uh, he comes in as a defensive guy, and then I'll, 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 I'll just ask both questions. And and your thoughts after your thoughts on that, maybe your thoughts about uh, Auburn. Uh, they're they're working hard in the transfer portal. Your thoughts on those two schools? Yeah, Mississippi State said Mike Leach one of my favorite uh, coaches of all time. I mean, I, I, I really, as far as like press conferences and stuff go, I, I make it a point to listen to Coach Saban because Coach Saban normally says something good about like life uh, that I can apply to my own life. <laughs> and uh, usually, if he talks big picture college football, he's right uh, and says things that are good, you know, good for the game. Um, as a, as a whole, and so I always listen to him. But Leach was uh, one I definitely never missed, and kind of the opposite end. It really had nothing to do with football. You never know what tangent yeah. he was going to get off on. Um, and and I've always thought it was really interesting with the way he described his team's playing. Um, you know, it, it, it is a sad situation that this just came up, and uh, and uh, he's no longer with us. And and I'll say this. Uh, there are some schools out there, according to our Mississippi State site, that are trying to come poach their players from through the transfer portal. I think that's fundamentally disgusting. Uh, and I know that, that well, you got to win. And I'm a believer in winning. I, I'm not a guy that sits, sits there and goes, well, you don't win at all costs. Uh, I just mm. think that there's certain things and certain ethics and standards as a human being you have to uphold. Uh, and going after their players right now, uh, I think it's sick. It's disgusting. Yeah, I uh, and I don't care who disagrees with me, fan base-wise, coach-wise. It makes me want to throw up. Um, Auburn, look, I'm going to tell you something about Auburn. They're they're going to be back pretty quick. Yeah. Um, it was kind of funny because NIL came. you think Auburn, you know, with the situation they're in and, and kind of their history, you think, you'd think they would be a school that uh, was at the forefront of NIL. And, and had lots of money and all that. And they got funds and all that good stuff. If you notice, you didn't hear anything about it when Harson was there. He's heard nothing. You heard about Bruce Pearl in the basketball program, but not not Harson. So my theory is they were waiting on a new coach to go all in. You have Hugh Freeze there, which is uh, he's a dynamic, good recruiter. Uh, his staff's going to be good at recruiting. Um, you know, they're going to have money uh, to take care of guys. I. I look for Auburn to completely do a 180 uh, in yeah. terms of recruiting and, and, and things like that uh, right here in the near future. I, I just I agree. Uh, I agree. You know, I think I think they'll be good in the portal. They'll be good, and, and Hugh will get that roster going uh, really, really quick. Uh, lastly, uh, Bobby Petrino going to be Barry Odom's offensive coordinator at UNLV. What do you think about that, Jason? Is that approved, Barry? <laughs> yeah. He's going to UNLV, well, not Arkansas. Everybody thought he might go to Arkansas, but he's going to UNLV, leaving uh, Missouri State as a head coach to go. Be he couldn't shoot. He couldn't shoot and go to Arkansas. Arkansas's got a good one, don't they? Well, yeah, A and M, Texas A and M. I'm sorry, A and M, not Arkansas. A and M. Sorry, A and M. But he's going to Vegas. Well, but Barry, I've always been intrigued by that UNLV job, and I think, I think that it's it's. You know, like so. So they were they were talking about hiring Ed Orgeron. They were going to go hire Coach O and bring him to Vegas. I'm in Vegas. I'm Coach O. Go Tigers. You know. Yeah. And I was like, that that's a home run, right? Coach O in Vegas. I mean, my God, who's going to ask for anything better? 
So then they hire Barry Odom, who's the opposite of Coach O personality-wise. He's kind of like watching paint dry, um, but a good football coach. And, and I think hiring Petrino, that gives him a – because he's a good – he's a defensive coordinator. It gives him a standout uh, offensive coordinator, a guy that call plays. Yeah, there's no spotlight on Bobby Petrino for the at UNLV. Uh, they've been, you know, mediocre on offense for a while. In that league, he can light guys up. They can hit the portal and, and get some guys. You know, like a JT Daniels, uh, who's now been, I guess he'll be on his fourth school. You know, that's a guy you could go get from California that could step into the Mountain West Conference in that system and, and, and do pretty well. Uh, and so I, I think I think that's a tremendous hire by him from a football standpoint, uh, just because I think you know at UNLV that actually out there the folks that live in Vegas pull for you. They have a pretty decent fan base. You know you wouldn't think it uh, with football, but you know you look at their basketball crowds and stuff. They support UNLV. They play in the Raiders Stadium now. Uh, you know it, it could be that they start building something that's good enough. Uh, to where when the Pac-12 does come back and want to add teams, you know, um, Vegas is a great market for them. You would think, uh, uh, think like, they, you would think UNLV could kill it in NIL. It, what if Deion Sanders was at UNLV? <laughs> they would kill it. Oh man, yeah, and, and I, I think I think that's uh, you know, a lot of money floating around Vegas. So I, I think that's a uh, that would have been a, a good match, but you know Barry Odom will get out there and do it, and hopefully he'll hire some staff and they'll they'll throw the NIL money in there. But yeah, I mean you, you think about all the casinos and business, cool. uh, tourism, uh, you know all the opportunities you have at a place like Las Vegas, NIL wise. That's uh, that's a game changer. And like I said, I, I think that that school needs you know they they, all, they don't have much money out there, right? Uh, and so they, uh, if they can get into the Pac-12 eventually, uh, that would change their whole uh, trajectory, uh, in my opinion. And I think that, uh, I think if they build football and, and start being more competitive and compete for the Mountain West, the chances of that go higher, uh, just because it's of the market that they're in. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now before you go, Dion, he's one of Barry's favorite. I don't know what about keep up with him quite as much, but he uh he got he took the worst job in the world. Uh you you've huh. got to get you you've got to be able to get if you're taking South Florida where a lot of players are and you can get in school, it's a booger bear to get guys in school that at uh, I don't care who you are, whether you're black, white or green. They they have a you have a hard time getting kids in school. The only thing nice out there is is scenery. I think I think I think it's, and Dion may do it, and if he does it, that'd be great. Maybe he's the only one that can do it. That's, that's going to be a hard job. Yeah, and they used to be great. Um, I, th- I think you know, as much as moving out of the Big Twelve hurt Nebraska, I think it hurt Colorado even more because they, they used to be able to go in and fill their roster with California and Texas kids. Uh, I think now getting into, I think with California kids, you used to be able to offer them something different, like games against Oklahoma, Nebraska, Texas, Texas A&M, uh, a bigger, a, more of a big time football schedule. Well, now in the Pac-12, you know, they're basically like Washington State, you know, or, or somebody like that. And, you know, they, it's like, why would kids go to Colorado over school X? You know, it's, it, it's nothing different. Uh, I don't think their fans, have a lot in common with anybody in the Pac-12 except Utah. 
I think their administration does and their student body does. Uh, but it, that was a great program once. And, you know, if, uh, if Dion could get in there and hit the portal and bring talent in, I think he's hired an excellent staff, uh, out there. Then, um, you know, maybe they'll have the players to go compete. I don't, I don't know. I think it's, a that was a, a very interesting hire, <laughs> kind of an experimental hire. Uh, and we'll see, but I, I, you know, honestly, they have nothing to lose. They, Colorado's just made so many bad hires. I mean, Carl Durrell. I mean, why? The guy got if the guy couldn't win at UCLA. Why, why would you hire him at Colorado? So, uh, you know, they, they've they've got a guy now that's at least going to get some excitement uh, with the fan base and and all of that. But it, it makes me sad that they're not that good. I mean, it, it, you know, they used to be. When I was growing up, Colorado was right there with Notre Dame and you know Michigan and Nebraska and all those schools. So it's kind of sad they've fallen like this. But you know, who knows if Dion can get them back or not? But I'm sure he'll he'll try his best to do it. He says we're coming, and you know where to find me. So we'll see who finds him. All right, uh, JC, tell everybody about your podcast, all your great stuff. Yeah, Mike Morgan, JC Morgan, with myself and Mike Morgan. Mike Morgan's actually. Uh, I don't know if he's filling in or what, but he's been calling Atlanta Hawks games all week. So I don't know if we're going to get the podcast this week, but uh, we have a great episode from last week, and certainly probably before Christmas and New Year break, we'll we'll have some some more stuff for you. But uh, you can get it on so you, the, the previous episodes are fantastic. You can get it on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Pods, JC and Morgan College Football Podcast. Thank you, JC. Thank you, JC. Appreciate it. Thanks, fellas. Y'all have a great one. All right, Dad. Tell them about uh, Constant Companion. Uh, Constant Companion at uh, the Narrows on 280. If you'll just go by there with your animal and uh, let them take a look at it, do whatever that needs to be done, they'll give you 50% off on the first visit because they're they're brand new. And they're at 635 I think it would be worth your time. Just tell them you heard it on our show, and uh, they'll do everything they possibly can to help you. Constant Companion, a great, a great uh, place to, to, to uh, take your dog or your cat or whatever you might have. Also, Alabama One, uh, as you look to purchase a vehicle, you got to pay for it. I've got my loan from Alabama One. They made the process so easy, took great care of me. Let them do the same for you. Rates as low as 2.99%. Terms available to 84 months. Get pre-approved before you go shop. They also have the Alabama One Auto Mall. You can go pick the car out right there at the mall. Uh, On the website, they'll deliver it right there to you. For all the products and services at Alabama One, go to www.alabamaone.org. Thank thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. Who brings you this seven o'clock hour? If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Phone lines open the entire second hour, 205-342-9904. Let's tie 100.9 to see home of Alabama Sports. Townsend Nissan year in closeout sale is underway right now. Every new Nissan and pre-owned car, truck, and SUV must be sold. And yes, your current vehicle is needed today at TNT. Another on 69 northbound at Calusa. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. Right now, get a Christmas special from Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off any in-stock Armada, Murano, or Titan. Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. 
It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. If you have a community event in Tuscaloosa in West Alabama, tell us about it. All 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you Inside the Locker Room, presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room, 205-342-9904. Give old Aiden Dollins a call. All-State Insurance Agent Andrew Kniffer out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 in Norport. Don't just pay the bill. Know what you're paying. A lot of people have their insurance on automatic draft. Really don't even know what they got. Let Andrew run a quote from you. Uh, look at all your insurance because when it comes time to need it, you want to make sure you got enough coverage and you got the right things covered. So let Andrew do a sweep across all your insurance needs. Let him run the quotes for you. I made the change a couple of years ago. It's been absolutely outstanding. The backing of the national company, Allstate, with the local uh, people with Andrew and his staff, they do a great job. 205 722 Zero one. All right. Uh, Friday. I'm sorry. Saturday at noon. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Alabama will take on Gonzaga. Now that Gonzaga loads their schedule up in the non-conference because once they get to league play, they literally never lose. Uh, they are so much better than everybody in their league. But they currently are seven and three. You say, oh, they've lost three games. Well, here's the games they lost. They lost at Texas. It was one of those nights where Texas was just on fire in that new arena. They lost to Baylor uh, by one. We know how good Baylor is. And then they lost to Purdue, uh, who was ranked in the top five. They've knocked off Michigan State. Uh, They beat Kentucky, 88-72. They've beaten Washington here lately. They're on a three-game winning streak. Um, just your thoughts about first of all the Gonzaga. I remember when we were at Little Rock, and I guess um, oh, what was the guy's name? Thad Mata, I think, was at uh, maybe at Gonzaga then, and and we looked at them how good they were. They have kept this program at the top of college basketball for so long. I don't think Gonzaga gets enough credit for how good they have been. Uh, for so they've long. gone overseas, Barry, and and I think I think uh, the one great recruiter that they had has gone now to Arizona, and you can tell how good Arizona is. Well, so Arizona's going to be good, just like Gonzaga. Gonzaga's a, a good team. Uh, they they've had uh, you know like everybody else some ups and downs, the blowout the blowout loss at Texas, but uh, the good wins against. I guess Michigan State was full force when they played down, and uh, Kentucky has, you know, trying to find themselves a little bit. So it should be uh, a decent basketball game. I don't know what the line is. I'm sure Alabama's a favorite in the game. But uh, Zyga's good, and the big kid, the biggest kid inside, as you talked about, has great footwork and can score very well. I, I don't know that he will at that at that rate against Alabama with 
with Charles guarding him and uh, with the kid from South Carolina defending him, maybe some if he has to. Um, they, they they won't get you know the footwork will be good and get uh, get him where it needs to be. But if they move their feet defensively, they'll they'll nobody contest his shot or not. And he'll score some points, but uh, I don't know how good they are on the perimeter. But it should be a good game. Yeah, Timmy uh, currently eleven games. Plays 33 minutes a game, averaging right at 21 points a game, uh, 7.9 rebounds, three assists. Uh, does not shoot to three. Uh, he's only taken nine for the season. He's one for nine. Now, he's not great at the free throw line. I'm not sure what his percentage is, but he's 45 uh, for 74. But he's made uh, 90 field goals this year. The next highest guy is at 48. Uh, so this guy's carrying – uh, well, they'll do a lot of doubling on him, Barry. They'll double him some a lot or whatever off, off somebody that they feel like is not going to score. So they'll you know, they'll be well prepared, I'm sure, because when you just have the one guy who's kind of led everybody else, you, you really try to eat him alive and feel like you can win the game if you do a good job against him, and I think that's probably true. Uh, and sometimes you look at a guy like that and say, look, he's probably going to get his 20 because he's going to shoot a lot. We just can't let somebody else jump up. And, yeah. you know, you take a guy like Strother or, or Bolton, who averaging 13 and 10, uh, and Tom Watson forms averaging eight a game. So they got several guys averaging eight. Those guys can't jump up and get 18. Like, you got to hold everybody else down. You can't let somebody else have a night. Or do you try to take his 20 and cut it down a little bit? Or do well, you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do a little of both. You know, you try to try to cut down. You don't want anybody. You don't want anybody that has a particular great night to take up the slack. If you if you cut Timmy off, and that's a big thing. You don't want a slack taker up or a guy that comes in there has been averaging six points a game. He gets twenty five. Um, you know, you just just you got to guard them all, but you got to do certain things when Timmy gets the basketball inside. I don't know what that I don't know what that is. They'll double him some. But we always double from the top. A lot of people double from the side. We we double with the closest man on top, and went down on him best we could. So that was what we did. But uh, it's all all kind of ways to do it. But it should be a decent game. They got they've got a great name. Their team is 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 good. Uh, I would I wouldn't call it great, but certainly good. And be it'd be a big it'd be a good test. Alabama's going to have a outstanding wins in the non-conference schedule. Of course, they'll be in the NCAA tournament. So, um, the league, you know, then the league will start. And um, Alabama, I have said, goes to Mississippi State. And they have Ole Miss at home. And they have Kentucky at home. And uh, so, the beast there in the league this year, they're Tuesday and Wednesday and Saturday games, basically. All right, looking at the current rankings, AP Purdue is number one. Virginia who was not very good last year, uh, is back at number two. So they're back at the top of uh, college football. I mean, sorry, football, basketball. And then UConn, who uh, is Alabama's only loss, sitting there at number three. Alabama, four. Houston is five. Uh, Tennessee is six. Texas is seven. Kansas, Arizona, Arkansas is ten. So in the top uh, ten there. You've got uh, three SEC teams. Gonzaga right now is currently uh, fifteen, and uh, actually Mississippi State's in the poll now. Dad, they're at, at seventeen. Auburn is currently nineteen. I'm not sure they are that good. So you got several teams in the SEC ranked in the 
top 25 there with Alabama leading the way at number four. Royal Cleaners, pick up or delivery. They're trying to make life easy for you. Just dial 205-391-0034. They'll come right to you wherever you are. Pick up all the laundry. Take it away. Get it cleaned up. Deliver it right back, or you can drop off at any one of the three locations. University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, and North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. Give them a call today. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room for all your cleaning needs. 205-391-0034. Royal Cleaners for all your cleaning needs. Listen to Tide 100.9 SE Home of Alabama Sports. Ending on the Tuscaloosa thread. But Thursday morning, they're called swatting calls and they're made to 911 in an effort to bring a large, heavily armed police presence to school campuses. More than a dozen such calls were made across Alabama Tuesday, including Tuscaloosa's Hillcrest High School. The FBI says they are investigating and they say technology has made it easier for such calls to be made in mass and to keep the source private. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Lurling southbound is slow into downtown from Northport, 69 congested at Union Chapel. Rose Boulevard also heavy up at County High. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Get $2,000 off any in-stock Armada, Murano, or Titan right now in time for Christmas from Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Football is back, and no one does it better than the sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. This season, you can watch the games with nothing on the line. Boring. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky becoming mostly sunny today. Tuscaloosa high 57. Clear tonight, the low at 34. Tomorrow, another sunny day, the high 55. Colder Saturday with a mixture of clouds and sunshine. The high in the upper 40s at 49. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 44 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Usually we're not guest-free here in the second hour. We are today, so if you want to get in on the show with us, 205-342-9904. All right, that Alabama uh, will start bowl practice tomorrow. Now, they've been off a couple of weeks. Uh, the finals are over and behind them now. They've had uh, graduation. These coaches have been out on the road uh, recruiting. Uh, but I would think tomorrow, I'm sure Coach will probably meet with the media. We'll get a better understanding of this roster that's going to be heading uh, to New Orleans. Um, we know the guys are in the portal. Uh, some of them make commitments. Got one going to Oregon. I think one going to 
Central Florida there. So these guys are making their decisions. I don't, I can't imagine any of those guys that are in the portal will be at practice tomorrow. Uh, but I would think by now, coach has sat down with just about everybody that's leaving and he's probably sat down with his guys, uh, that are thinking about the NFL draft. They usually get a, maybe a grade coach usually tries to be very honest with them about uh where he sees them um you know generally if you're playing in a final four uh you're not gonna um opt out of the bowl you're gonna play in it because you're still playing for a national championship so we should probably get the answer tomorrow on will anderson and bryce young and all those so tomorrow be a Pretty pretty big day for Alabama football to kind of figure out what they got and then start looking forward and getting preparation for this bowl. Yeah, it would be interesting to see. You know, he's getting them back to where they need to be. Getting the first practice, you know, conditioning, you lose some of that. Of course, they've been working hard behind the scenes, but you just don't get the running conditioning probably. Maybe they do, but uh, you certainly need that. So it would um, be interesting to see exactly who they've got coming back who's going to be ready to play it'd be a be a news item um if if uh you know big man doesn't decide he doesn't want to play and not going to practice tomorrow and uh, uh bryce is not going to practice so it'll be uh i guess i guess that's the case we'll wait and see yeah um if what if Bryce said, I, I'm not going to play in the game, but I want to be at practice. Uh, you know, I obviously don't expect to take the first team reps, but I still want to get out and throw and do all those. He's pretty much earned the right to do whatever he wants yeah, to do, right? He I mean, yeah, yeah, he'd be third string at practice. Um, you know, he, you, you get Miller already, and frankly, those two kids ready, and he'd be a third stringer there. If, you, if you're trying to do something defensively, he would be the guy that would probably be. Uh, the guy, they can't afford to get anybody hurt. Not to him hurt either, but uh, if you're trying to work on something defensively with two or three groups, he certainly would be in, in one, with one of the groups. So they'll group, you know, they'll be a lot of individual stuff, a lot of group stuff, uh, not anything on Kansas State yet. And um, I, it's, um, Barry, to me, it's a tough game. It, it just, and I, it's just, radio talk but it to me it, it, it's a tough game I think, I think Kansas State is very good and very anxious to play and Alabama's uh, you know looking to be good uh, losing their best players I guess and and hopefully they'll be excited to play now whether that's you know getting to go to the Sugar Bowl get to New York go to New Orleans it's not something that happens to you every day but uh the, you know these guys have been to a lot of different places and enjoyed a lot of things, and it's, it's important. And they and the transfer portal is really, you know, if, if the offensive line is d- diminished, uh, hurt pretty bad, it's it's doing some. You want to do some stuff offensively that's pretty quick. You want to throw a quick pass and do do some things very quick. They're running back. You know they. Basically, use Gibbs as the running back, and not, not many, not many more. It's just, it's going to be an interesting game. I mean, with a guy like Jamar Gibbs, does he come back? Does he? Well, he's got another year, doesn't he? Yeah, but I mean, will he be a guy that goes on to the NFL? I wouldn't think so. Jaden Aiden shaking his head. Yes, he thinks he is a guy that'll go. Um, so you really? got guys like that on the. Okay. Uh, uh, 
who else, Aiden, is, is juniors? Obviously, we know the top two uh, that will be making these decisions. Coach normally will sit down. Well, I think Coach tries to be completely honest with them. Now, you never know uh, if these NFL people are telling you the right things, but who else will be deciding between NFL or staying another year? Uh, Brian Branch might be a senior, but I know he's going out for the draft probably. Uh, one to keep an eye on is going to be Malachi Moore, yeah. uh, who's a junior and has not been stellar at Alabama, but has certainly shown a lot of potential. But um, he's looking for somebody to take over the lease on his apartment starting in March, which is about when you would need to leave for the combine. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know if I would. Put that together. It's not like he's not on people's boards. You know, Todd yeah. and Shea, some of these guys, they have him on boards. He's just not rated as a high prospect. All right. So, Dad, when Nick Saban walks into the room and those guys are in those theater chairs, however many there are, 60 guys or the bust the walk-ons, whatever that is, is he going to walk in and say, all right, guys, we got these guys are out, these guys are not playing, and you guys are – are here, all right. Now our goal right now is to get better between now and the time we kick that thing off on New Year's Eve or whatever. Every position is open. Whoever you earn it, you're going to earn it from here. We're going to take a look at everybody. We got to see what we got. Do you open it all up, or do you still go with the guys that have already had the Kool Aids and those guys that have already had? The, and they'll probably win the job anyway. Do you open up everything? To make practice uh, a little more competitive, um, and you want to really get a great look at these guys, especially with this portal jammed up, where you got to know what you got need to go well, get. Do you yeah. open it all up? I guess is what I, I think mean. you do. I think you, when you've got as many people leaving, is that uh, you have whatever you have remaining, and you open it up to give everybody a chance to do what they can do and forget the past, and uh, let's go to the future. You know, go to practice starting whenever it starts, and. And, and go from there. I, I think you, you know, you, you get, you, of course, you've already had 15 meetings with your assistant coaches on, on both sides of the ball. And, um, field goal kicker staying in. Uh, no, nah, he was senior. I believe, I believe he's gone. Will Reichert? I, I believe okay. he's, gone. Well, he's gone. Okay. Well, he'll be, he'll be there for the game. Yeah. He's yeah. going to the senior bowl. Yeah. He'll be there for the game. Sure. Good. Uh, so anybody else, Aiden, that we that Barry and I don't know about that would that needs to be talked about? No, I think you hit him. I mean, Tyler part. Steen's a guy that he could have another year. Does he? But he's going to the Senior Bowl. Is he go? So he's gone. So he's not taking that year. So your line, your office, he'll play in the game. I'm sure if he's going to the Senior Probably. Bowl, then he's certainly going to play in the uh, in the game. Um, Did you hit Tyler Harrell? Uh, I don't think he's going to the Senior Bowl, but Tyler senior, I think he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> where's he going? Tyler Harrell's gone. Uh, I, I I think he goes to a, a job at a desk with no. his piece of paper. No, he may go somewhere else, but I don't think he can get in the portal and go. He had to sit out a year. You only get one chance to uh, do that. Now, Dad, help me with this. I'm not real smart, as you know. Miami and UAB. Why are they playing this game at 10.30 in the morning tomorrow? People got to work, don't they? Who can, who can watch the game at 10.30 in the morning? I don't know. Unless it has to do with, with the location down there. What time is like it? The nightlife down there is, is nightlife and nobody would come. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you're not going to have a, you're not going to have a big crowd of people coming from each, from each team, each fan base. Um, I don't really, you know, a lot of it depends on 
well, not not, not money wise. It's concerned to me. I don't. I don't know what they give the bowl, the coaches in that bowl. But it's like you said, it'd be spent up before they get home. I mean, ten thirty in the morning. What time is it right now in Nassau, Bahamas, Aiden? Factor that out. I think it's like a hour or two hour difference. It's not like you're going to Europe. Ten thirty in the morning. Like who decided that? What it's time? an Eastern Standard Time. All so. right, so it's eleven thirty there. I tell you what, guys, we're gonna play this UAB Miami game. What time y'all wanna play it? Man, let's play it at ten thirty. Well, well, you know they're playing games here now at eleven o'clock in the United States. But no, I'm saying it is. It's 10.30 in the morning here. It's it hot there. But who can watch that? Like, don't people work? This is not a holiday tomorrow. Is Nobody it a holiday? Has a job in the Bahamas. Your job is to I'm drink ta- rum. Well, I'm not talking about in the Bahamas. I'm talking about in Birmingham. Well, it's not going to be watched. And then. You think, the, you, you, uh, you, along with that, you, you think uh, they're going big, big crowds to the Birmingham Bowl? No, who, I don't even know who's in the Birmingham Bowl. Well, your buddy's in there. Who? East Carolina and... Uh, oh, is he? And Coastal Carolina. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's a rivalry, right? Yeah, my boy's the AD at East Carolina. And then yeah. tomorrow at 2, after you get through eating your bacon and waffles, at 2 o'clock you got UTSA and Troy. Dad, you want a blue plate to one of those games? UAB is 11-point favorite. And Troy is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. No. Come on, Pace. Troy is 11-2, and two and UTSA is 11-2. and two. Are you going to blue pay anything on this Saturday? You got uh, several bowls games this Saturday. I do? Yeah, you got um, Let me take a look Cincinnati-Louisville. Louisville is a two-point favorite. I know it's Louisville, guys. I'm just kidding. Florida-Oregon State. Oregon State minus 10 against the Gators, 130. Washington State and Fresno State at 230. Rice takes on Southern Miss in the Hancock-Whitney Stadium in Mobile, Alabama. SMU, BYU, North Texas, and Boise State. Uh, You see any blue tape potential there in any one of those games? Florida's 11-point underdog. Florida. Yeah, for 10 and a half, so. They're playing out in Las Vegas. Do, do, do the two coaches that are leaving, do they coach their team at Cincinnati and Louisville? Or are they out of there and the assistant coaches do it? No, the head coaches don't. I think they leave some staff back and probably pull some analysts out of the booth and let those guys coach. And if you ever, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, it happens all the time. Guys, go, guys going to Louisville. He's no. coaching Cincinnati. Yeah. Do you think they? Do you think he? Wow. I mean, he should know the personnel, right? Yeah. I mean, but what scheme I mean, do you run? He's going to know the scheme. That, yeah, that's that's the point. I just I just can't uh, I can't figure that one out with Cincinnati Louisville. That's confusing to me. Yeah. Um, Florida six and six, playing in Vegas. That's going to be eleven uh, thirty in the morning in Vegas uh, against Oregon State. Uh, Oregon State's a ten. I wonder if it's guaranteed money, Barry, on these games, or, that, or is it based on attendance? It's got to be guaranteed money. I would think guaranteed, but I would think these kind of games, you pretty much whatever you make, you spend. I don't think they make money on the bowls, yeah. do they, Aiden? 
I mean, like Georgia will, but these yeah, other Tennessee, the Tennessee, the Tennessee, Tennessee, uh, Clemson game will, will be people, and and also, um, uh, I would think South Carolina and Notre Dame will be a pretty good draw. Is anybody Alabama fan out there going to New Orleans? Somebody call me if you're going to New Orleans. I want to find out how hard the ticket was to get. Is it a sellout, Aiden? The Alabama-Kansas State game. If you're going, call us, 205-342-9904. Dad, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. You could take Mac down there. Uh, Yeah. I don't think New Orleans is a very good spot for Mac, though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Prince Glover and Hayes, 345-1234. Attorneys that know the law. Attorneys that can help you if you're in a bind. If somebody's going against you or if you feel like you need to go against somebody, things have been wrong by kinfolks or on the on the highways or neighbors or whatever it might be, Prince Clover and Hayes has had a, a line of success, a big line of success. And they'll visit with you on the telephone and go by 701 Rice Mine Road and visit with them again. And uh, they'll give you every opportunity to to give all the information, and you will find that these attorneys will do a great job of representing you at the right time. Prince Glover and Hayes, 345-1234. <clears throat> While I'm mentioning that, I might as well mention Constant Companion Animal Hospital at 150 on the Narrows Drive on Highway 280, 635-0313, 50% off. If you'll tell them you heard it on our show inside the locker room, Dr. Scott Foster do a great job for you. So, Listen to Ty, 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama men's basketball team beat the Memphis Tigers 91-88 to on Tuesday night. Alabama guard Namari Burnett is out six to eight weeks with a wrist injury. Former Alabama kicker and punter Jack Martin is transferring to Houston. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. Play it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan, traffic center, no active wrecks. Lurling southbound is slow into downtown from Northport. 69 congested at Union Chapel. Rose Boulevard also heavy up at County High. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Get $2,000 off any in-stock Armada, Murano, or Titan right now. In time for Christmas from towns and Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Seven more shopping days till Christmas. Five more shopping days till Christmas. Three more and still more gifts to buy. As tension mounts. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, 
you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky becoming mostly sunny today. Tuscaloosa's high 57. Clear tonight, the low at 34. Tomorrow, another sunny day, the high 55. Colder Saturday with a mixture of clouds and sunshine. The high in the upper 40s at 49. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Catch every game and every moment right here. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Heading out to San Francisco for the Labor Day weekend show. I got my hush puppies on. I guess I never was meant for glitter. Now that's real music right there. And honey, I didn't know. Yeah, that's that's more like a real show there. Yeah. Now that, 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 that's terrible. That'll put you in a good little laid back mood. Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee. In Mississippi since 1973. That's the good folks at Wayne's. Make sure you're home protective of those unwanted pests this fall. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today. Tell them you heard it on inside the locker room. Get $60 off your initial pest control service. 866-WAYNES-1. They were out at my house Earlier in the week, they always knock on the door and tell you that they're there, and they text you about what they did, and they want you to rate them, and I uh, always give them a 10 out of 10. They do absolutely outstanding. All right, Aiden was looking on StubHub for this Sugar Bowl ticket, that, um, and nobody has called. If anybody's going to the game, please call 205-342-9904. Maybe nobody in our listening audience is going if you're looking, Dad, for a stocking stuffer, Aiden, you're, if you woke up and you went to your stocking and you had two Sugar Bowl tickets in there, sweet tickets, how much you say them sweet tickets were? There was one singular one for $90. $90 for you getting the upper deck for 30 bucks. Is that a good stocking stuff for that? Put it, somebody's stocking. You're going to the sugar bowl. Uh, not unless they uh, paid your way down there. <laughs> they got, gave you a plane ticket. A plane? It's not a four-and-a-half-hour drive. Uh, well, then, okay, they'll give you a gas card. Aiden, would that be something that you would be excited if you had two sugar bowl Tickets laying in your stocking. On. S- send me with a case of Red Bull so I can drive home afterwards, and, yeah, we'd be straight. You can drive down the day of the game? Yeah. Yeah. This sounds better than buying a hotel. All right. Uh, Dad, does Nick Saban have the right to go on a rant if the Alabama fans do not show up and show out in New Orleans when he says, hey, we built this program, uh, we need to support you know, whether we're in the final four or not, this is not good for Alabama football. Does he have a reason to rant if the Alabama people don't show up? Uh, yeah. Why? Semi rant. Well, 
I mean, it, it's you're in the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> there are times in, in past years that you were in Sugar Bowl. Everybody in America would be down there for, from Alabama. But you're in the Sugar Bowl. You know, Sugar Bowl's been a big deal for years. Sugar Bowl, Rose Bowl, Cotton Bowl. Uh, I would think he'd be. I would think he he would be. Uh, let me say this: not rant, but uh, show his displeasure for the attendance. Uh, you know, we we had no, we didn't, we weren't, we don't, we don't worry about the. The attendance, but it, our kids are—it's important to our kids and to our players that the uh, university feels and people in the state of Alabama feel like our team is important. And we didn't have any kind of crowd there, based on a couple of losses. Yeah, I, I think I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I think rant's the right word, but I do think if 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 it's what's occurred, hopefully I'm wrong. Yeah, I hope they they knock it out. Yeah, hopefully. But if not, if it's not the way he wants it, then I think he needs to just simply express his displeasure with it. Maybe I should have said, call us if you're not going to the Sugar Bowl because it seems like there's more people not than are. And Jumbo (laughs) is on the line here and says he is not going to the Sugar Bowl. Jumbo, why are you not going to the Sugar Bowl? Well, for one, I got to work. But two, if I had... Uh, stocking tickets, I, I still wouldn't go because I don't think they're going to win for one. And second, uh, New Orleans is a bad crime area, and I don't want to be around no part of that. So, and I'd rather watch it from home in my recliner. But Jumbo, what if all yes, the Alabama fans thought like that, uh, and they said, and they said, you know what, we're not going to win. There's too many guys opted out. There's a lot of guys that are staying there to play. So don't they deserve our support? The ones that are going to stick it out and stay and and try to be back next year and build this program, do they not deserve the support of the Alabama fan? Don't pe- penalize them because the other guys are leaving. These guys are staying. Yeah, you're yes, sir, you're right. But, um, you know, it's, it's just me. I wouldn't go. And they, they deserve everybody to be there to support them, and, and I get that, but just me, um, I just feel like they're not going to win. Um, I don't think these guys are uh, hungry anymore. I don't think they got the the, the motivation that they need, and um, I, I just don't think they're going to win, Barry. I got them as 10-point underdogs. Really? Yes, sir. I've said that on a couple other shows, too. You think it's just hard because these guys are used to going to the playoff? It's just going to be too hard to motivate them to really care? I think so. I think a, a lot of the bowls have lost their luster. And, and just like Coach said, Sugar Bowl used to be a big deal for Alabama, and it was. But um, lately the bowls are just lackluster. And, and I'm telling you right now, if I was off tomorrow, uh, the 1030 game, I'd watch it. But I'm not going to take off to watch no 1030 game in the morning. That That's ridiculous. But Isn't that silly? No, so, Why would they even no, do no, that? No. Why would they even do that? Alabama. Why would they play a bowl in the Bahamas. Well, I mean, if you're playing in it, you'd like to play in it because you'd like to be over there. The, right now, Kansas State, Alabama's a three-point favorite. And uh, based on what Nick Saban says tomorrow about who's playing in that bowl, you, could you see that line going to a pick jumbo eventually? 
I could simply because we don't know who's going to play. We don't know what Alabama team is going to show up. If the Alabama team we know that can play football and hit people and not worry about doing a break dance after they have a tackle and help the guy up, you know, and say, see you next play, I think we'll beat them. But, uh, other than that, I just don't think this team is, uh, is hungry like it used to be. The, the, I just don't see it. I mean, you, you don't see them. Jumping them down on the sidelines, you don't see a lot of motivation on the sidelines. Um, AJ McCarron, AJ McCarron came out and took a shot at them and said that it's not built like we were. Uh, these guys now, when it doesn't go just their way, they run to the portal. When we played there, we stuck it out and we uh, we played for Alabama. Uh, we were we had pride to play for it, and we were going to figure out a way to win a championship. We weren't going to run from it. So the older players are. Calling out these guys, Jumbo. I think they should because they set the standard, and if they see that they're not playing up to the standard, then they've got every right to call them out. Um, I agree with AJ. I really do. Um, and there's been a couple other ones that have said it too. Uh, you know, Roman Harper said some things. Of course, Mac McElway, McElroy, Greg McElroy. He he's had a few things to say, but um, you know. Um, I don't understand why we're getting four and five star players, if they are four and five stars, and then the next year they're opting to go out into the portal. I know it's a playing time thing, but you know Greg waited his time and um, or not Greg, but um, Mac Jones. That's it. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, yeah. You know he waited his time and look what he done. Um, I think it's just the players are not. Uh, <sighs> It may be the NIL. Um, you know, some players are getting more money than others, but, you know, that's the way it goes. And, and personally, that's just my thing. I'm not too crazy about the NIL. You know, I mean, I don't buy these guys' jerseys. I don't do anything like that. So, uh, of course, I don't think they got a circuit pin around here big enough to make a jersey for me, but I don't buy them. Yeah. Thank you, Jumbo. <laughs> Thanks, Jumbo. Um I had a guy in South Carolina call me yesterday and said, you know, the problem with football is that the players want everything. They want NIL money. They want you to give them this. They want you to give them that. Uh, but then when it comes time to play, they'll opt out of the bowl. So they want everything. So the boosters and all are pumping all this money in. They're giving all these guys stuff they probably don't deserve. And then what do they get out of the – the loyalty there, Dad. These guys opt out of the bowls. They hit the transfer portal. When they got, shouldn't loyalty be a two-way street there? Don't the players need to be a little bit more loyal to all the people that they're giving if they want people to give? The more you give your kids, the more they expect. That? That, is, yeah. that is that is where the Jay Billises and all are saying that they have, un, they, you know, undeserved, not, not getting what they should get. And all of a sudden they've gone from, you know, this, this, this is our, te- this, I'm, I'm my, my, my own man. You're not giving me what I need to get. I'm going to go somewhere. I can get more money. Uh, the, the competition out of it has died out somewhat. Um, and it's gone into, and it's gone into money. So I, I don't know. I think, I think it's just the mess. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't have an answer. It's a mess. All right. First and main condos, they're not a mess. Beautiful condos. Location is key when you want to find a place to live. They're right there in the historic district of downtown 
Northport. Three bedroom, three and a half bath, washer and dryer included. Direct TV and internet are included. That's a $200 savings there. 10 foot ceilings. You're right there at the Riverwalk, right over the bridge. You're in downtown Tuscaloosa. Five minutes to campus. Security cameras uh, right there, so you'll feel extremely safe. Give them a call today. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. Get one month free rent. That right there is a huge saving as well. 205 657 7465. Go to First and Main Condos. Listen, Tide 1.9, it's your home of Alabama Sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's daily update on Bama Sports, and it's brought to you by CBNS Bank. Bank anywhere, at any time, with CBNS Bank's digital solutions. Managing your finances has never been so easy. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama men's basketball won its fourth straight game, topping Memphis 91-88 on Tuesday night in Tuscaloosa. Head coach Nate Oates met with the media after the win. As far as tonight's game, I mean, we look, this is this is a better Memphis team than last year's team, in my opinion. I think Penny's done a really good job getting an older group in there. They're veterans. I mean, you see how many seniors they played. At one point there in the second half for a while, we had four freshmen on the floor. So, you know, we had various points we could have pulled away from. I thought we should have pulled away and just couldn't get the stops we needed to. So you got to give Memphis a ton of credit for hanging in there. They shoot, they, they could have gone away. I think we, we were up nine there. I'll have more in a moment. At CBNS Bank, we've been into meeting the needs of our customers since 1906. Whether you're buying a home or auto or consolidating debt, CBNS Bank's personal loans are on point or setting new business goals. Our lineup of commercial loans can help you achieve them. At CBNS Bank, we're proud to sponsor the University of Alabama Athletics and even prouder to take the field or court with you. Visit cbsbank.com today. All loans subject to credit approval, member FDIC and equal housing lender. Join us tonight for Alabama women's basketball against Little Rock. Tip-off from Coleman Coliseum is set for 6 p.m. Central, and we'll have full radio coverage across the network, the Varsity Network app, and our courtside cam available on all CTSN social media channels. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by CBNS Bank. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Dash in, wrap up, and save at the JCPenney Super Saturday Sale. This weekend, grab last-minute gifts like Disney toys and brilliant Yes Please diamonds for much... 100.9... All right, welcome back to Inside Locker Mike. Uh, Cowboy, you got the last word. We got about a minute and a half. What's or about a minute? What's up, my man? Uh, well, I've been hey, I've been holding for about eight minutes. But hey, you know, I was thinking, I, no disrespect wow. here to Mike, Mike Leach or anything, but I was thinking Mississippi State would get more bang out of their buck if they hired Steve Spurrier Jr. I mean. um, to be head coach, no, name recognition. No, 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 no. You don't think so? I was, with, I was with Steve Spurrier Jr. at South Carolina. I'm not going to criticize him, but no. Okay, all right. I, w- I was just wondering. You, you understand no. where the average guy would think that, right? Yeah, I, well, I, I can. Maybe I- and I, he's not the not the right guy. Is he over there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. 
No. Okay. All right. I forgot you know him, so you'd be a good judge. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I promise. Just trust me on that one, now. Okay, all right. I was, I was, <laughs> I was just thinking, you know. Yeah. But that's what, um, you know. What do y'all think about the Gonzaga Alabama game? Uh, they got to fly a long way. Early game. Yeah, uh, should be a great game. I. Uh, just see how they guard Timmy. Uh, Dad thinks they can be successful. He maybe can get those guys in foul trouble. Losing Burnett, I think he hurts them a little bit on the defensive end. But Alabama's uh, hot right now, and hopefully they'll have a great crowd. They say it's uh, a hard sellout up there, so it should be a great environment. Thank you, thank you, Cowboy. All right, uh, yeah, we ran up on that break. I had to get to break before I got Cowboy in, and we would not have had time. Alabama One, go to www.alabamaone.org for all their products and services. What makes Alabama One so great? Not only the services that they provide, it's the people. They are outstanding. They'll take great, great care of you. So swing by one of the local branches and tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. Listen, Todd, 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. The Gary Harris Show is next. Keep it locked in. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.